morning. Oh man, I wish you guys could see my view right now. It's just these the sun coming up over these beautiful pine trees out my window. I've got the tis the season to be jolly. In case you guys can't tell yet, I'm really, really into the Christmas season. And I wear a lot of red during this time of year. Okay. Ah, uh, I've been, <laughs> I've been really wanting to talk about this and I get a little bit, um, like attached is the right word when there's something that is so important to me, when it's something that I've used to change my life, I want to be able to express that in the correct language. Bear with me. And I'm going to ask that you try to, at the very least, get the feeling of what it is I'm trying to say. As per usual, i got to talk with my hands, guys. As much as I hate putting down my delicious hot coffee. I'm super into vanilla lattes right now. So that's what I'm drinking, and it's so good, I hate to put it down. But, all right. Let's talk about the idea that no matter what is going on in the inside, we choose how we act on the outside. And as it's been with a lot of subjects, we've touched on this before, but I really felt like it deserved its own, its entirely own video. We are conditioned to believe one of two extremes. Either that, no, no matter what we're feeling, the bad, the good, the ugly, all of it, that we have to, to be true to ourselves, we have to express it all over the place, right? Or the exact opposite end, which is that no matter what we're feeling, we have to repress it, shove it down, keep it inside, even the happy stuff, like that we need to be very neutral all the time. What if neither one of those things is true? What I want to bring into this discussion is a paradigm shift into whatever arises in us, whatever emotions, whatever thoughts, we bring in this idea of the sacred pause and then we powerfully choose what it is we put out in the world. And I wanna get a little bit personal and tell you guys why this is so important to me. Um, and how this has personally affected me. I have worked very, very hard on myself in, especially mentally. So my biological father, who I don't have any contact with anymore, is a paranoid schizophrenic. And um, so were his mother and his sister. And I have a thread of that. It used to be much worse than it is, but not a thread of schizophrenia, but a thread of paranoia. So those two things can obviously be separate or together. So I have a tendency to do what I call awfulizing, where I will think of the very, very worst case scenario, and that has been a default setting of mine for a long time. If I were to give into that and act from that place all of the time, I would be a very unwell person. So years ago, I really had to decide what to do with that. 
And part of the reason it's much better is because I haven't fed it and I have also reached out for help, okay? Gone to therapy, had energy healing sessions, meditated the whole nine yards. But in the meantime, or when it still comes up, in spite of all that I've done, I want to be at choice in how I respond to that. So for me, it will look something like this. So one of the things I've struggled the most with with my, with my paranoia is people being mad at me. It's one of the most difficult things for me for people to be upset with me. And I hate the feeling so much that for a while I would live my life from a different place so that people would not get mad at me. I stopped doing that for the most part, but I have a fear of people being mad at me. So when that fear rises in me, oh no, I haven't heard from so-and-so, even though I messaged them three days ago, they must be mad at me. I allow it to be there, right? But then I go, what place do I want to act from here? Do I want to send that person back a very reactive message or send that person a very reactive message? Are you mad at me? What did I do? I can't believe you haven't gotten back to me for three days. I sent you that message, blah, blah, blah. Or do I want to be with it? So I'm not going to repress it like this extreme. I'm going to be with it. I'm going to look at what is so here. And then I'm going to act from an empowered and healthy place, even if in that moment my mind is not healthy. Okay, so it's basically how this realm works is that our karma, good and bad, is created by our actions. And the reason people say that thoughts create your reality is because it's usually the thoughts that we are reacting to and acting from. So if we are able to bring in this idea of the sacred pause and we have whatever thoughts and feelings and usually the thought and the emotion come very, very hand in hand. Sometimes they're hard to separate, but then we act from a place that will create the karma we want. At the very, very least, when we don't feel like we're in a good enough place to act positively, what I'm asking is that in the very, very least that we do no harm. That maybe we don't send a text at all. And believe me, I'm talking to myself right now. Maybe we just take a break. Like I'm not feeling well. I don't think it's a good idea for me to create action in the world from this place. So I'm going to take a minute and it's going to be neutral. I'm going to do no harm. Or when we have the wherewithal, and I'm saying we to all of this because I very much have to keep this conversation present for myself also. But when we have the wherewithal to act in healthy, functional ways, no matter how we're thinking or feeling, it is so beautiful. It's profound. It gives us confidence and it gives us peace to do that. And sometimes it's very, very difficult because it's counterintuitive. When you're feeling all turbulent and icky, technical term, on the inside, but then you're acting very mature, very logical, very loving on the outside, that can feel weird. But I want, it's not a self-betrayal if, this is a very, very powerful way to know if something is a self-betrayal. And I'm gonna mention this throughout all the videos 
more than once because it's that powerful. If what we're doing, the action we're taking, will bless our future selves. So maybe it feels like some weird betrayal to be feeling very, very hurt and angry, but act with love and with maturity and logic. But how is it a self-betrayal when our future self is going to look back and go, Oh, honey, thank you, past self. Thank you, past Donnie, for not sending that accusatory text. Thank you, past Donnie, for calming down before you spoke to Trinity. Right? This is when we, when what we're doing is blessing our future selves, it is not self-betrayal. One more time for the kids in the back. When what we're doing is blessing our future selves, it is not self-betrayal. And this can go to all sorts of areas of life. Listen, yesterday I didn't eat a donut and in that moment it felt like self-betrayal. But this future Donnie, this present Donnie is very, very appreciative to pass Donnie for not eating that donut. Okay? So what if we have say, we have the, um, we're using our free will to get us more and more freedom and that no matter how we're feeling or thinking, we are acting from love and logic. <clears throat> for me, it is mostly thoughts. Not that emotions don't come, but come on, you guys, I'm a triple air sign. It's all mental. It's all about thoughts. If I acted from all of my thoughts, my life would be a shit show. If I acted from my paranoia, I can't even imagine the bridges I would have burned by now. My mind is not always healthy. But my actions at this point in my life almost always are. And you know what? I can have so much compassion for that thread of paranoia that goes through me. Part of it's genetic, part of it's my childhood, whatever it is, I can love it and be compassionate with it and not act from it. So whatever your thing is like that, so can you. Trust me, you guys, if I can do this, anybody can. We can't negotiate with our minds. If our mind is telling us to do something unhealthy, then we can be compassionate and love it, but we don't negotiate it. With We say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this healthy, functional, loving, practical thing that my future self will bless me for. We are absolutely capable of doing this. This is one of my biggest, best life hacks that I have found that has changed my life. And I use it every single day. And some days I use it all day. And that's okay. It's okay. Because you know what I see as having a sound mind? Is having a mind that I can have any thought and I can act in a healthy, sound way. I love you guys. You you can do this. I know you can. I believe in you 100%. May your coffee be strong and your life be blessed.